an election coming up, Tim. It is. It's all over town. I don't know if you've heard. I hope you've read that or listened to WFMD. And I want to do a shout-out thank you to Dean Rose. He has, he has been so kind to give us a, his scheduled time so that we could have him on now, and now we're going to have him on for the next four and a half days. And that's uh, Dean, welcome to the show again. Thank you for being with us. Um, I had a great talk with you. You're running for the Board of Education. You're a city member of the board. I am not. You're not. not. Okay, you're, you're a fresh new face. New face, that's oh, right, yes. And thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to All come right. on today. You're thank very you. Kind. That money's fine. Uh, anyhow, Dean, uh, you know, you're, you don't run as a Democrat or Republican as because it's a nonpartisan uh, race. But I see obviously each tent they have their candidates that they've chosen. Um, have you been uh, endorsed by the uh, Apple ballot or other ballots uh, or the union? I have. I have been. Well, I was endorsed by the teachers, administrators, and the support staff. Uh, don't look at that as a you know a negative thing. I, I I think it's important that we have the support of the teachers and they understand that we're we're willing to listen. The other side of that is I'm I was I'm a parent. I I had kids do both two kids do 13 years through FCPS and uh, dealt with all the issues that you have to deal with as you go through you know everything you do in the school system. Uh, everything our kids have been through the last couple of years. So I, I think I have a perspective from a parent perspective. And all the work I did in the schools from coaching for 13 years, uh, coached basketball at two high schools, um, I volunteered mm -hmm. with Absolutely. the Boys and Girls Club, sure. Hartley House, Make-A-Wish. I've always had a desire to work on behalf of children. Well, you got the uh, servant's heart. So That's good. I, I think I like to think so. Yeah, the uh, you know, it is a... The job that you're, when you're elected to the, any job, you you automatically make half the people mad, the other half. Why would why you thought why did you think that uh, going into the school board rather than a council seat or something like that? What what pushed you towards or what what was there anything that said I'm going to run for this office? It it is just my passion, mm -hmm. my passion for kids, okay. working with kids, and even with my experience at the Boys and Girls Club, working with that club for almost seven years, I was their board chair for two years, spending time on Capitol Hill and Annapolis lobbying on behalf of children's needs. Um, I just felt like I could have an impact in our, our county. I have, a so I have a soft spot for Frederick County. I'm a 22-year resident now. Mm -hmm. uh, grew up in West Virginia, so I also have a special uh, soft spot for some of the rural parts of our county that I think need some additional attention. Um, and I think I can bring that perspective to the board. In, in addition to my business experience, I think I can bring that. You have a you real know. job then. <laughs> I do. What is I that? Do. I, I work. I work. I'm a uh, insurance and financial services agent with State Farm Insurance. I've been with them for 37 years. Wow. So I feel like I have a lot of business perspective. I've, I, prior to being an agent, I served in their executive office. So I was on an executive board. They're a Fortune 100 company with a billion dollar billions of dollar budgets so i feel like i have a lot of experience that i can bring to it from that perspective as well the uh you know the is just getting into the weeds here a little bit the uh, former superintendent which was hired by the board of education that's your job uh unfortunately was not open enough to in my opinion to let the board know actually what was going on you're walking into a situation where the Department of Justice has said, you all better straighten up or we're, we're not going to allow this to happen. Is there, is there a way that you feel the board or is there a way the board can be more 
connected with what's going on in the system. For example, Dean, I don't know if you know this, and this makes everybody upset on the board. Every day in Freddie County Schools, a teacher is assaulted. Every day in Freddie County Schools, uh, kids are assaulted. Um, and, and we don't publicize it because I understand. But is there is there anything that you see you would do differently if you were a sitting board member now and you, and you, you were confronted with these facts? You know. Well, I'm I'm a I'm coming from a business perspective. I'm a big believer in accountability. Perfect. I, I think we have to hold people accountable uh, and transparency. I, I agree. There was a total lack of communication between the superintendent and the board. And my perspective is that if, if I'm fortunate enough to be elected in November, I want to go in there and meet with the superintendent and set expectations that we're going to be on common ground as far as communication and what our expectations are. And then because that is the one employee that the Board of Education in is, of. is in charge of, we have to hold that employee accountable for the behaviors of all the employees that she supervises. So it's it's kind of a pyramid mm -hmm. situation sure. where I feel like we're at the top and we're we're over we're over the superintendent and then we have to hold her accountable for everything that goes on below that, but we really have to demand an open open dialogue of conversation about what's going on in schools. And we talk a lot about pay for, for teachers. Absolutely. And, and Frederick County is one of the lower counties in our state. But right now, the young teachers that are leaving us are leaving us due to work environment. Is they don't feel safe. Right. They don't feel like they're being supported. And we have to address that. Absolutely. Because one, one of the things that has struck me is the recent um, res resignations that we've seen from teachers is right. that the average the average time of teaching tenure is five years and they're resigning so we're losing some of our brightest and best they went to college to be teachers they get into it and something something's happening something's happening there that's turning them off to teaching and we have to get at the bottom of that and make sure in addition to pay i think there's work environment the amount of workload that we put on our teachers, we've got to address those issues. I, I think you're doing, a, you're, you're, you're saying some of the things that I think people are most concerned about, and I think there's questions and answers that uh, I want to give to you. Uh, one thing is, I'm a, we're going to take a very short break, I'm going to ask you to stay around. Um, one thing that I want you to think about, Frederick County Public School teachers, after five years, are not at the bottom of the pile when you look at salaries. We'll be right back. Keep answering them questions that you're asking us, and that we appreciate the comments. 301-694-9363. Or you may text message that exact same number, 301-694-WFMD. Back to Dean Rose, candidate, first time running for office in Frederick County. And what so far, what have you found the most rewarding, and what do you have decided you don't like about running for office and I can tell you your answer asking people for money but besides <laughs> that uh, what are you finding that well I, if you follow me I've, I've done a lot of door knocking okay I mean, last night I did 5.2 miles of wow. door knocking we hit over a hundred doors that's the most rewarding is listening to the constituents really? and, and hearing hearing what they have to say because I think I talk about I want to be a voice for our community but before you can be a voice you have to be a listener so I think that's the most important thing and when I get to a door if, if they're a, a, you know, a young family I want to hear what are their concerns so that I can address those concerns on their behalf then I can be their voice once I've you know we always say there's a reason they give Absolutely. you two ears and one mouth so yeah so yeah. listen twice as much as we 
as we talk. That uh, Frank would appreciate that. I have big signs on my door. Do not bother me. <laughs> it's not said that nice, but it's. Uh, and I think that's good that that you have decided that's uh, one way to meet the people, and that's good. I think also there is a disconnect oftentimes between, uh, and this may be messaging is the term they use, what the board is responsible for versus what the superintendent and the administration is. And you're going to, you get, it seems like the board catches a lot of heat for things they have no control over and vice versa, I guess. I don't know. Have you, uh, uh, have you gone into our schools or are you, uh, I would think if you were running for board of education, you, we have a bunch of schools. I mean, we, we have, I don't know how many numbers. 72 buildings, 72 66 bu schools. Wow. Um, I've, try, I've tried to get in. I've, I've been in about 10 elementary schools. I've been in every high school and probably four or five of the middle schools, and I spent a day at our Career Tech Center. Beautiful. Um, which, went, is a, which is, I think, one of the, the hidden gems of this county. If you look at my platform, I believe Career Tech education is the future of education. Absolutely. I believe that's an opportunity, and we, we do have a gem. We have a fantastic facility that needs expanded and i believe this is nationwide but we can start it right here might as well start local absolutely uh, we can accommodate 800 kids there we have 400 on a waiting list so that tells you the interest but this is a way that you can get kids interested early they can and 60 percent of those kids go on to college so it's not they, they come out with licensures certificates and mm -hmm. can work but another 60% of those kids go on to college because we build an interest. We give them something to achieve, something to reach for. And it, it, instead of trying to put square pegs into round holes, we're the ones accommodating them and offering them. I think right now there's 66 different lines of study that they can look at in CTC. And we need to expand that program. Uh, we're trying to um, show it to the middle schoolers sooner so they can get interested sure. in it. Just like well, we, we can see that raises an interest in a student when they get interested in something. And we also need to do a better job of tracking how those kids are doing post-graduation with us. Absolutely. How's that working? What can we do to tweak it and make it better? But I really believe that's a future of education. I think, you know, you're in the, you're in the Rotary Club, the Frederick Rotary Club. Yes. Uh, you had Michelle Shearer was there with the Lynx yes. presentation the other day. That, again, is another great program that gets our kids started on intern and initiates them into the business world and it brings in our community as partners with FCPS which I think is key I think it is and I think also I mean I, I I've only had 19 years of school but I can tell you this I'm so in, in, in all of my friends who are plumbers car mechanics because they're retired and they're they're living on their I mean they've made it and it seems like that we were always pushed academics, which is great, but there is there is as much uh, satisfaction as being you know going into this line of work or that line of work. I just had these young kids on uh, from the farming community, and they're so I mean their mom has a master's degree in farming business, and that's that's unbelievable. Um, I was around when we started vocational school here, whatever vocech we call it, mm -hmm. yeah. And it was starting, and uh, people couldn't believe it, welding and things like this. And God bless them. I think, Dean, you, you're on the right spot there, especially when it bothers me. You have 400 students want to be there and can't get into there. Yeah, it's not all. Uh, I, I agree. We need, I mean, that shows the interest. 
And, Absol and, absolutely. and we're seeing the successes. We're seeing kids coming out of there and being successful. We know those trades are needed. Absolutely. I have a number of friends that are contractors here in the community, and they are begging for tradesmen. Yeah. And, and uh, car repair shops, body shops, uh, welders. Yeah. I mean, that's a great profession. Absolutely. And, and you know, plumbers, electricians. Um, we you know what they charge by the position. hour. They, they charge a lot of money by the hour. And, I mean, they've earned it because they have the knowledge. But, my gosh. And, and then when you start talking, well, I, I became, people are starting out, well, I want to be a cop or I want to be a lawyer. Well, I can tell you, you start out at a higher salary being a plumber, a carpenter, an electrician. And it's, it's amazing to see uh, just how rewarding it is for those individuals that can do that. I personally would, I can't do anything without duct tape, and that's all I can do. And But there's, I'm so blessed, I, I feel blessed because we have people that know what they're doing. And it should always be encouraged. And, and I never thought in, in my day in the school, Dean, it's way back, and I don't mean to tell war stories, but it was always like, oh, you're in vote, you're in ag, you're in, and, and now I realize they were the smart kids. I mean, they were the ones, you know, you, you get the degrees, that, that's nice, but they're making the money and they're, they're, they're having, you know, a better life than so many people. Again, I, I'm not taking away from the education, but it is as important. It, it's absolutely as important, and that's why, if, if you think back, about 10 years ago, we had some stuff pushed down from the Department of Education that, in my opinion, made kids who did not go to college or did not aspire to go to college feel lesser than. Yes. And and that that caused irreparable harm to some of our students. Now I think I think we've finally got it and we talk more about college and career ready mm -hmm. and life ready. And so whatever whatever path that student chooses, we don't need to push them one way or the other. We don't need to push them into college debt mm -hmm. if that's just not for them. Right. And that's what I love about career tech education is it gets them an opportunity. I mean, they can go over to career tech and bounce around sure. to different opportunities. What do you like? Which one really you know, gets you going? Which one can you see yourself doing years from now? Absolutely. And, and I think it, it builds on the entrepreneurial it does. Part of us that want they might want to own their own business someday. So I'm I'm a huge believer in that. And as we talked about being uh, born and raised in West Virginia, right? Uh, West Virginia has been built on hard working, absolutely coal, railroad, steel, chemical. I mean, we need people like that. Yeah, no so question. They're they're the foundation of our country. Yeah. And we we need to provide them that kind of education. You're so correct. Now, Dean, how does one get a hold of you? We're coming to the bottom of the hour here. How, how do we reach out to you if we want to ask you more questions or, or get you in for interviews? How do we do that? Well, you can do DeanRose for BOE at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, which is www.deanrose4boe.com. So right. easy to reach out to me. Beautiful.